when we consider the disciples and the names of each of the disciples there can be no doubt that Nathaniel and Bartholomew are one of the same person you compare the four gospels I believe you'll come to that conclusion Matthew, Mark and Luke refer to Bartholomew but they never mention Nathaniel they use Bartholomew's name but they never use the name of Nathaniel on the other hand John speaks about Nathaniel but he never mentions Bartholomew another thing to consider the first three evangelists in dealing with Bartholomew they always place him in relationship with Philip so that is in Matthew 10 3 Mark 3 18 Luke 6 14 you read about Bartholomew and Philip but in John Nathaniel is the one who's linked with Philip which again would indicate it's one of the same person it is in this passage of scripture that we find out we find out most that there is to know about Nathaniel apart from the verses in Matthew, Mark and Luke or just his name is mentioned the only other place he is mentioned John 21 verse 2 and Acts 1 verse 13 that's it now when you look at those references with regard to Nathaniel you learn certain things about him here in John 1 we have Nathaniel and we could say here we have his beginning his beginning when he became a follower of the Lord Jesus then when you go to John 21 you find Nathaniel there as a backslider indeed with other disciples there are seven disciples mentioned in John 21 and that followed the disciples forsaking the Lord and deserting the Lord they were ashamed of the Lord and I believe that Peter felt because of what he had done his ministry for Christ was finished because in John 21 Peter says I go a fishing what was he doing? he's gone back to his old trip he felt the ministry was over for him I go a fishing and the other disciples that were with him say we go also with thee you look at the names of the disciples in John 21 and there you find Nathaniel there you find Peter Nathaniel five other disciples I always refer to them as five disciples at sea because they were at sea physically and spiritually they didn't really know where they stood and so there you have here in John 1 you have Nathaniel and his beginning and then you have Nathaniel and his backsliding he is also mentioned in these references we see Nathaniel and his brethren those from the same place Philip was of Bethsaida the city of Andrew and Peter there's his brethren and then finally in Acts 1 
Verse 13. Where do we find Nathaniel now? Acts 1 verse 13. He's in the upper room. With the other disciples. He's at a prayer meeting. He's waiting for the promise of the Father. And so there we can look upon Nathaniel and he's now in blessing. So we have his beginning, we have his brethren, we have his backsliding, and now we have his blessing. Is it better to end that way when you're looking at someone's life? They end their life and they end. The scripture ends with reference to Nathaniel, he's in blessing. Better to end your life in blessing and in a state of backsliding. And so Nathaniel was in blessing. So let us take a look at Nathaniel. See how the Lord called him. Called him in a wonderful way. In a wonderful way, Nathaniel was reached with the gospel and went on to serve the Lord. I want us first of all to consider Nathaniel's missionary for Christ. The Lord had a missionary, as it were, to go and reach Nathaniel and tell him about the Lord Jesus. The Lord had already planned to have someone to reach Nathaniel to tell him about the Saviour. He would use that someone as it were as a missionary to bring the message of Christ to him. And that someone was to be Philip. Was to be Philip. But he himself had not been brought to the Saviour. And so we read in verse 43, the day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip and saith unto him, Follow me. The Lord went forth and findeth Philip. See, the Lord had a work for Philip to do. And one of the first things the Lord wanted Philip to do was to reach Nathaniel. And so here we have Philip's arrest. The Lord arrested him. The one who came to seek and to save that which was lost went forth into Galilee in search of Philip. The phrase Jesus would go forth means he went forth with a definite purpose and goal in mind. He went to find Philip because he had a work for Philip to do. He went in search of one of his sheep like a shepherd. He went in search of the sheep did not rest until he found him, until he found Philip. Thus when Christ went forth, came forth out of heaven and came into this world, he came with the same purpose. He came with the purpose of seeking and finding his lost sheep. His elect chosen in him from before the foundation of the world. We notice that to reach Nathaniel, he needed Philip, first of all, to be a follower of him. We see that the Lord, regarding Philip, even before he called him, the Lord had already planned what he wanted Philip to do, even before he saved him. 
God wanted Moses to be the deliverer of Israel. He wanted Moses to be the deliverer of Israel. And what happened when he was a child? The Lord intervened and saved Moses as a child. Why? Because he had a work for Moses to do. He already had a plan for Moses. Even before Moses knew the Lord. So it is with each one of us. The Lord has a work and is all to do. Even before we knew him. David. We know that David was a shepherd boy. He was a shepherd boy. And yet, God had a work for David to do. He wanted him and had planned for him to be the king of Israel. See? The Lord already had a work for David to do. And you think of how the Lord spared the life of David, you recall? When he told Saul how he went out and fought a bear and a lion and saved a lamb. And too many would want to face a bear and a lion. But David did. And the Lord spared his life. God wanted Jeremiah as a prophet and we read in Jeremiah 1 verse 5 before I formed thee in the valley I knew thee and before there came a sport out of the womb I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet I ordained thee a prophet he already had Jeremiah's work set out for him even before he was born now bring that home to ourselves before we were born God had a work for you and I to do have we found out what that work is are we doing that which God has chosen us to do Remember Saul of Tarsus. Remember what the Lord told Ananias. The Lord said, He is a chosen vessel. A chosen vessel. What was he chosen to do? He is a chosen vessel unto me, the Lord said, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. See? He already had a work for Paul or Saul of Tarsus to do. And the Lord had a work for Philip to do. And that work was to begin with reaching Nathaniel. Small beginnings. Nevertheless, the Lord had a work for him to do. As well as Philip's arrest, we have Philip's abode. We are told that Philip was of Bethsaida. Some of the most solemn utterances ever spoken by the Lord concerned Bethsaida. Over in Matthew 11, Verse 20 Woe unto thee That's him For there in Matthew 20 Sorry Matthew 11 And verse 20 You hear these words <coughs> 11 Verse 20 Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not 
Where were those mighty works done? Where did the people abide that did not repent? Well, we're told, Woe unto thee, Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! Bethsaida! For if the mighty works were done in you, had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. He's talking about Bethsaida. He's talking about the place that Philip came from. And Nathaniel and Andrew. And there was Bethsaida that was under the wrath and the judgment of God. And yet, from such a place as Bethsaida, the Lord had his chosen servants. Because when you think of it, from a place like the Sabbath, it was under the woe of God, and the woe pronounced against it. Yet, God saved three souls. God raised up three of his servants. Isn't that marvelous? John Bunyan spoke about abounding grace talking about his own salvation he called it abounding grace now you look at those three individuals from Bethsaida in a city that was under the wrath of God woe unto thee Bethsaida and yet in that same Bethsaida, the Lord saved three individuals and the Lord took out of Bethsaida three servants. That's the grace of God. That is the grace of God. Wonderful grace of God. And yet we can apply that to ourselves. Before God saved us, were we not under his woe, his judgment, his wrath? And when the Lord saved us, was it not abiding grace? But we never deserved it. No. No. We deserved the bottomless pit for all eternity. That's what we deserve. But the Lord saved us. That is the wonderful grace of Jesus. Reaching the most defiled by his reforming power, making him God's dear child. Purchasing peace in heaven for all eternity the wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me we can look back to a time when we say the grace of God reached me took me as a brand from the burning delivered me from the city of woe city of destruction brought me to himself because it's a work for us to do Philip's arrest, Philip's abode, Philip's associates. We're told by John that not only did the Lord save Philip of Bethsaida, but Andrew and Peter as well. Verse 44. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. These were men that the Lord would call unto himself 
Every man that the Lord would use to serve him. He not only chose and saved three souls, he chose three servants. So here we see that the Lord had chosen three individuals to serve him. This teaches us the Lord has his elect. <coughs> even in the most unexpected places Bethsaida was under the woe of God was headed for judgment and yet there the Lord chose three souls brought them out to serve him Paul speaks in Philippians 4 22 about greeting those of the Lord's people who serve in Caesar's palace when they expect to find believers, Christians in the palace of Caesar an ungodly individual but there they were serving the Lord he has his elect even in the most unusual places. You know, sometimes people can be tempted to say, oh, no point going to that town or going to that place. Not much point going down there, preach the God. God, people wouldn't be interested. No. some of the worst cities in the world God would have his elect they're there and all they need someone to come and tell them about the Lord Jesus the mighty to see Philip's arrest Philip's abode Philip's associates that leads us now to Philip's activity. Here is something we can certainly commend Philip for. Look at verse 45. Now the Lord had brought Philip to himself. Alright? So Philip has been brought to Christ. Now verse 45. Philip findeth Nathanael and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph. And what we can commend Philip for, he himself and no sooner found Christ, or Christ found him that immediately Philip goes in search of Nathaniel first thing he did was to go to Nathaniel <coughs> say to Nathaniel we found him went to Nathaniel to tell him about Christ there was his mission his mission he seems to have set his sights on one person, on one soul, namely Nathaniel. His friend, his companion. He himself had just been brought to Christ. He didn't sit down and do nothing about it. No. He wasted no time in going and telling others and he went and he told Nathaniel he had no sooner met the Lord than he went and told others went and told Nathaniel that he had met the Lord that was his mission that was his mission let us be like Philip let us set our sights on an individual and you know is not saved you know needs Christ 
Set your sights on that individual. Pray for him or her. And pray the Lord will give you an opportunity to speak to them about the Savior. Well, that's what Philip did. He went in the tongue. That was his mission. Then you have his ministry. He ministered to Nathaniel by telling him exactly what had taken place in his life. Well, people say, well, I'm not a preacher. I, I, I would be no good standing in the open air and preaching. Well, you can give your testimony, can't you? That's what Philip did. That's what Philip did. He ministered to Nathaniel by telling him exactly what had taken place in his life. We have found him, Christ. Told them exactly what had happened in his own life. Remember the woman of Samaria. And how the Lord spoke to her at Jacob's well. He led her to himself. There at Jacob's well. And what did she do? She went into the city and she went directly to the man that she was familiar with. See? Just as Philip focused on the Daniel, so the woman of Samaria focused on the man in the city that she was familiar with. And what did she say? She says, Come see a man that told me all things that ever I did is not the, is this not the Christ she gave her testimony come see a man that told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ you know what you read those at chapter 4 of John and the man that she spoke to did come to Christ and they were saved by Christ all because a woman gave a word of testimony come see a man that told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ and then you have the message the message Philip went to Nathaniel with a message about the Lord Jesus. He may not have got it exactly right because he said, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Well, we know that was his earthly father. But nevertheless, he told them about Christ. That's, that's the point. And then an individual may begin his Christian life and seek to witness to others they may not just get everything right but at least he makes a start at least he's telling others about the Lord that was his message so we have Nathaniel's missionary for Christ that missionary was Philip that brings us now to consider Nathaniel's meeting with Christ. So Philip's labors were rewarded. When Philip spoke to Nathaniel about Jesus of Nazareth, we're all familiar with what he said. Verse 46 Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? 
there you have first of all his concern his concern and any good thing come out of Nazareth living as near as he did to Nazareth Nathaniel would have been familiar with that town Nazareth what would, what would he have known about it can any good thing come out of Nazareth Nazareth was a wicked city Nazareth was a wicked city the centre of vice and corruption that's right his words were not so much a, a criticism of Nazareth and the concern is it possible that any good thing can come out of Nazareth given the type of town or city that it is and yet it was true the Lord Jesus in the days of his flesh chose to dwell in Nazareth that tells us much about the Saviour doesn't it tells us much about Christ speaks of the willingness of the Lord Jesus to descend even to the worst place the worst of places in search of the sheep that were lost and he came to Nazareth many a sheep falls into the mire falls into the ditch ah but the shepherd has to go into the ditch and into the mire to reach the sheep thus that's what our shepherd did can any good thing come out of Nazareth Christ came out of Nazareth he's the good shepherd he's a good saviour everything about him is good he came out of Nazareth <coughs> as well as his concern we have his consecration when the Lord saw Nathaniel coming to him he said to those around him Behold an Israelite indeed. Behold an Israelite indeed. Now we may be forgiven. If we think the Lord was only making reference to the fact that Nathaniel was a Hebrew. Behold an, an Israelite indeed. Well that he must mean that he was a Hebrew. No. It's a Hebrew alright, but there was more meaning to it than that. There is a significance about how the Lord described this Nathaniel in describing him as an Israelite. An Israelite. But we go back to Genesis thirty-two there in 28 verse 28 read about Jacob and that night the Lord wrestled with him until the Lord touched the hollow of his thigh and the fight was over and he surrendered to the Lord and the real significance of the name is found in the meaning the Lord referred to Jacob no longer would he be called Jacob but Israel now listen the significance of that name is found in its meaning thou shalt no longer be called Jacob but Israel the word Israel means ruled by God I think that's interesting and very significant following the fact that Jacob wrestled with the Lord and the Lord wrestled with him all night 
Jacob was the one who was resisting. But when the Lord broke Jacob, Jacob was no longer ruled by himself. He was no longer a supplanter. The Lord said he was an Israelite. He was now ruled by God. That's the significance of that word. When the Lord looked upon Nathaniel, said behold an Israelite indeed he was really saying behold a man ruled by God a man ruled by God and what a testimony to have behold a man ruled by God to be known by the Lord as one whose life has been ruled by him to be known by our fellow man to know that our life has been ruled by God quite a testimony remember what Paul said for to me to live is Christ in other words you look at the life of Paul We've been doing that in recent months. You look at the life of Paul. Paul said, for to me to live is Christ. That's how Paul lived. He lived for Christ. In the garden, wherever he went in his missionary journeys, even when he was in prison still preached Christ still lived for Christ still witnessed for Christ that's why he was able to say for to me to live is Christ <coughs> as well as his concern and his consecration we have his character the Lord Jesus went on to say of the Samuels he said in him there was no guile there was no guile was the Lord here not thinking once again of Jacob before that night of wrestling Jacob remember referred to as a supplanter a supplanter one who was full of guile craftiness ready to deceive anyone who came his way so when the Lord said behold an Israelite indeed he may well have gone on to say in whom is no guile or in whom is no Jacob in whom is no Jacob in whom is no supplanter the Lord was really saying here is a man who's ruled by God and all that he does in him there is no guile in him there is no deceitfulness in 1st Peter chapter 2 1 Peter 2 verse 22 verse 22 <coughs> speaking about Christ listen I read verse 21 for even hitherto were ye called because Christ also suffered for us leaving us an example that we should follow his steps who did no sin neither was guile found in his mouth and so what was said of Nathaniel what was said of Christ so you look at Nathaniel and what do we find we find a man who is Christ like and whom was no guile 
what an example to follow. We notice his curiosity. After the Lord spoke these words, Nathaniel responded in verse 48, Whence knowest thou me? How do you know me? Nathaniel was taken back a little because he met someone who knew all about him. He met the Lord and Nathaniel acknowledges what the Lord said about him was true. The Lord then informs him before Philip called thee when I was under the fig tree I saw thee. When the Lord saw Nathaniel alone under the fig tree, he knew what kind of a man he was. Now mark this. Nathaniel was not in anybody's company. Nathaniel was sitting alone under a fig tree. And when the Lord saw him, he knew him and said, he, he was a man with no guile no craftiness in him so this is what Nathaniel was mark this this is what Nathaniel was when he was alone that's important this is what Nathaniel was when he was alone G. Campbell Morgan in the company one day of D.L. Moody the great American evangelist Moody asked G. Campbell Morgan what is character anyhow we been talking about character and Moody asked Campbell Morgan well, what is character anyhow Campbell Morgan said well, what is it? Moody replied, Character is what a man is in the dark. That's a good way of putting it. Character is what a man is in the dark. In other words, character is what a man is when he's alone. And Nathaniel was alone and under the fig tree and he sat there and there was nobody around him <coughs> he didn't need to try and influence anybody because there was nobody there <coughs> and when Nathaniel was alone the Lord said a man in whom there's no time Nathaniel said in that description given by Moody G. Campbell Moore character is what a man is in the dark what you are when you're alone that's what you are that's what you are you notice not only his concern <coughs> consecration his character his curiosity we have now his confession after the Lord reveals in Nathaniel that he knew all about him this new disciple declared the confession of his faith in verse 49 what a confession it is Nathaniel answered he just met the Lord Nathaniel answered and said unto him Rabbi or Master Rabbi thou art the son of God thou art the king of Israel why don't you like that thou art the son of God thou art the king of Israel amazing isn't it he had only just met the Lord and yet he calls him master he just met the Lord 
and yet he said thou art the king of Israel what did the Lord say of Nathaniel thou art an Israelite indeed and you put the two together what do you have if Nathaniel saying if I'm an Israelite you're my king thy Lord art the king of Israel and being the king of Israel Lord thou art my king Christ our king and he cried the Lord your king king of my life I cry thee now thine shall the glory be lest I forget thy thorn crying breath lead me to Calvary when we see what Christ did for us in Calvary does he not deserve to be crowned king of our lives we have considered Nathaniel's missionary for Christ Nathaniel's meeting with Christ finally and briefly Nathaniel's message from Christ verse 50 and 51 Jesus answered and said unto him because I said unto thee I saw thee under the fig tree believest thou I shall see greater things than these he said unto him verily verily I say unto you hereafter ye shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man Nathaniel you may have seen great things today but you'll see greater things than these and here you have the promise you'll see greater things than these dear hearer when we put our faith and trust in Christ that contains a promise a promise of the same greater things living for the world living for the world does not hold a promise like that living for the world we will lose everything everything including our soul and live for Christ you'll see greater things than these the longer you go in your Christian pathway you'll see great things wrought by the Lord and you'll be able by his grace the power of the Holy Spirit in your life you'll be able to do great things for the Lord Amen. as well as the promise of the person the Lord once more refers to Jacob does he not there in that verse 51 verily verily I say unto you hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of God that's exactly what was said to Jacob that lover was Christ the latter according to the Saviour's own interpretation was himself the Lord told him hereafter you shall see the Son of Man Nathaniel was going to see more of Christ he saw something off on that day Philip introduced him to the Savior. Uh, but that was only the beginning. That's only the beginning. He got saved. Whatever time it was, whatever place it was. God the Christ, he got saved by his grace. That was only the beginning. Good to be a Christian.
but to live for Christ and you'll see even greater things in the days to come call of God you have the call of God Peter, Andrew and Philip in the call of God to Nathaniel called him and the four men served the Lord he saw great things wrought for him and by him and the Lord bless his word to our hearts this evening that's my prayer the Lord our God and eternal Father to thank thee Lord that thou dost choose the nobodies the nothings of this world to serve thee and O Lord we thank thee for saving us it's a mystery beyond our ken yet Lord thou that chooses in Christ before before the foundation of the world and Lord thou had a work for us to do Lord be pleased to help us to serve thee with nothing less than our all. Be with us now, dear Lord, this evening. Bless our visitors. Thank you, Lord, for their presence here. Bless them in their own place of worship. Now by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now and until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away Amen